The Holy Gospel according to John. This is a rather long gospel, so I invite you to sit. So Jesus came to a Samaritan city called Sychar near the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired out by his journey, was sitting by the well. It was about noon. A Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone to the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink of me, a woman of Samaria? Jews do not share things in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have no bucket, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us the well, and with his sons and his flocks drank from it? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I give will become a, that to them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may never be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come back. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you say that the place where people must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeks such as these to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will proclaim all things. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking to you. Just then the disciples came. They were astonished that he was speaking with a woman, but no one said, What do you want? Or why are you speaking with her? Then the woman left her water jar and went back to the city. She said to the people, Come and see a man who told me everything I have ever done. He cannot be the Messiah, can he? They left, the city, they left the city and were on their way to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Surely no one brought him something to eat. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, 
and to complete his work. Do not say, four months more, and then the harvest comes. But I tell you, look around you and see how the fields are ripe for harvesting. The reaper is already receiving wages and is gathering fruit for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from the city believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I have ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed for two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the Word, the Gospel of our Lord. As I was preparing for this sermon, I read something that challenged my thinking about the Samaritan woman. I know that sometimes we are too quick to judge, and that is what I had done with this woman. I had always assumed that because she was at the well at noon, the hottest part of the day, she was not welcome to come with the other women who would have come earlier in the day when it was cooler. For women gathering around the well, it was just as much a social time for them as it was a time to gather water. It would have been a time for them to hear the latest gossip. If this woman was not joining the other women, I assume she was not welcomed by them because she had been married five times and was now living with a man that was not her husband. The other men may not have wanted their wives to associate with someone they considered a bad influence and a sinner. So I thought, well, wasn't it wonderful that Jesus knew her sufferings and befriended her? Or is it possible there was another reason that Jesus decided to talk to this woman? Jesus, a Jew, did not associate with Samaritans and was definitely not supposed to engage in conversation with a woman. Yet on this day, that is exactly what Jesus did. He began the conversation by telling her to give him a drink. Now notice he didn't say, please give me a drink, or do you mind drawing me some water? Instead, he gave her a command, give me a drink. Well, she did not willfully obey his command, but instead challenged his judgment. Now he knew he had her attention, which is exactly what he wanted. He then piques her curiosity by saying he could offer her living water, knowing that she would not understand. The only water she knew about was in the deep well, and Jesus had no bucket. He makes the water sound even better by telling her that when you drink of this water, you will never again be thirsty. He even says that it will transform the person in with the gushing water, and it will lead to eternal life. The woman, whom I'm sure does not, under, does not like the daily task of lugging jars of water from the well to her home, wanted this water and asked Jesus 
to give it to her. Jesus had her right where he wanted her. She wanted more information. She was eager to learn from Jesus, but she still had no idea who Jesus was or what he was talking about. Jesus knew he needed to do more to convince her that he was the Messiah. He has her attention. She is eager to learn. But what will bring her to the realization that she does not need to look anywhere else? Jesus has everything she needs in life. Then Jesus says to her, go and get your husband and come back. Well, this might have really caught the woman off guard. I can see her trying to decide what to say next. But something about this conversation with Jesus must have made her decide to be honest. She told Jesus she had no husband. She didn't have to explain further because Jesus told her that he already knew that she had no husband and that she was living with a man after she has had five husbands. Jesus almost had her convinced. But instead of realizing that he was the Messiah, she calls him a prophet. Well, I can just hear Jesus mumbling under his breath, Darn, I thought I had her, but not quite yet. He goes on to remind her that the hour they have been waiting for has come, and the Father will be worshipped in spirit and truth. Well, the woman said she already knew the Messiah was coming, and that is when Jesus looked her right in the eye and said, I am he. It was now or never. Either she was going to believe or this whole conversation had been wasted. Well, the woman did believe, and she ran back to the city to tell everyone that they needed to come and see. Although she was still somewhat unsure of herself, those whom she told must have felt that she met someone very special, and they wanted to see for themselves. It was the woman's testimony about her encounter with Jesus that brought the crowds to him. And it was Jesus' words that convinced them she was right in declaring him their long-awaited Messiah. The minute Jesus encountered the Samaritan woman at the well, he knew that she had the potential to help him in his ministry. She was just who he needed to bring him the crowds of people from the city. He didn't talk to her because he felt sorry for her. She wasn't there because she was an outcast. She was there because that is where God needed her to be to help Jesus. She was an unlikely choice, but the right choice. Now I want you to imagine this church building as the well, a place where we gather, a place where we encounter Jesus, a place where we are not always sure we fit in, but we keep coming back because we know we need what this well has to offer. Imagine Jesus looking at each of us and offering us that spring of water, living water, that leads to eternal life. Hopefully, we are as eager as the woman to find out more about the water and how we can obtain it. Just like Jesus tapped into the potential of the woman to be his voice to her people, Jesus sees the potential in all of us 
and is urging us to go out and use our potential for ministry. Whom do we overlook each day because we fail to see their potential? Don't misjudge people like I did the Samaritan woman. We need to look at people like Jesus did look at her, not for what others thought of her, but for what she could do to bring glory to God. We are all misfits in this world. We are like the Samaritan woman. We yearn for more in our lives, and we can get all we need here at the well, where Jesus offers us a spring of living water. So let us all go out. Leave here like the Samaritan woman left the well and be eager to declare Jesus the Messiah to all we meet. Amen.